It's the weekend. You can do anything you want. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. Work on a peace plan for the Middle East. Invent something truly useful like a machine that solves climate change while also picking up after your dog. But no, you've decided to spend your precious time on Earth listening to a bunch of white men talk over the top of each other. The world may be burning, but this is your me time. Welcome to Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the weekend and another Platinum Edition of Radio Chaser. My name is Dom Knight, coming your way on the wireless. We'll check out the forthcoming sequel to Frozen. Explore an island in Norway where they've gotten rid of not only clocks but the whole idea of time and take you through the very exciting National Sicky Day. Don't go anywhere. It's Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Sad day for the nation as we bid farewell to Bob Hawke. And look, what a big effort to get the extra beer taps plumbed into the Opera House so Bob could be farewelled in the in the appropriate style. That's right. And I, I've actually just uh, come straight from the memorial, as we're calling it. But it was incredibly moving, the amount of beer that was available. I mean, it was just... <laughs> they were moving a lot of beers. <laughs> they were a lot of yard glasses were, were, were down. But, you know, Bob Hawke, he was more than just a drunk. He was also mm. a ladies' man, wasn't he? Well, you, <laughs> yeah. man of many talents. He, but, he, you know, he was the architect of Medicare, mass university education... No child being left behind in poverty by 1990. Uh, one of the highlights, uh, though, at the memorial was when everyone in the congregation uh, said a prayer to Bob Hawke. Our Bob, who art in heaven, you were pretty vain. Thy Medicare was done, thy wage restraint was spun. You were much better than Kevin. Give us this day our daily beer. And forgive us our love of Paul Keating as we forgive those who voted against you in the second spill. Lead us not into privatisation and deliver us from ScoMo. For you were the pants man, the dong dangler and the horny. Forever and ever. Amen. And women. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. I'm very excited, guys, because yeah. I'm having a bit of a surgical procedure. Seriously, you know Charles, yeah. finally, you're getting yourself fixed. I'm having my Wh- ear canals removed so that I go completely deaf for the rest of my life. Why would you do that? Because they're about to launch Frozen 2, the new pr- uh, you know, oh. trailers come out, and oh. Oh, it's going to be everywhere. You don't want to hear, let it go, let it go. Ah, oh, it's going to be awful. Alert! Alert! Disney is in the final stages of a full-scale attack on the parents of Australia. Oh, God, not another f***ing Marvel movie, is it? No, much worse than that. Reports of a sequel to Frozen have now been confirmed. Parents of girls aged three to six should place themselves on high alert. No, I literally just got let it go out of my head. It took me five years. To prepare for the release of Frozen 2, please gouge out your ear canals immediately. Okay, okay, here we go. Oh, oh, I've done it, I've done it. I, I can't hear anything. Alternatively, you could just turn down the volume on your TV and iPads. What was that last thing? I didn't hear that. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. New research has come out. Apparently in Western China, 
Uh, they used weed as long ago as 500 BC. And the best thing, you can't do this nowadays, they used it for funerals. Ooh. So they really? all got stoned at the funeral. They did. They did. They had these uh, mm. big brassiers and they sort of had the yeah. smoke going through the room. And I think it was probably a pretty happy occasion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> There'd yeah. be a lot of laughing at that. Taking the that edge funeral. off. Yeah. Yeah. And brassiers too. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, you mean, you, why were there so many brassiers? Oh, you mean like. Br- brazier, you know, just sort of big things. Oh, hot air. Right. I thought you meant like bras. Everyone's taking their bras <laughs> off. It would have been a very exciting. Funeral, if that happened. Yeah, look, bras um, and stoned people whipping their bras off. What a disrespectful funeral. It is an amazing historical period, though. And um, look, to find out more, all you've got to do is watch this new documentary that reveals what pot smoking was like in ancient China. Coming to the History Channel. The Great Wall of China. For centuries, it was thought that the great commander Zheng of Xin built this wall to keep out invading nomads. But now we know the real reason. He was baked off his nut. Discover the world of stoned China. Well, here we are in the Forbidden City, constructed in 1406 by the most danked-out bunch of stoners in history. With gripping reenactments of China's greatest historic moments. Hey, Emperor Ming, dude! Hey, what's up, man? I painted colorful dragons all over the Forbidden City, man. Whoa, awesome idea, dude. <laughs> Discover how being roasted on spliffs informs every aspect of China's culture. Historians have often wondered why the Chinese enjoy this god-awful racket known as Peking Opera. But if you listen to it while blazed out on weed, man... It sounds exactly like Bob Marley. Chill, dude. Stoned China. It explains a lot. I got the munchies so bad, Emperor Ming, dude. Yeah, man, you know what I'd kill for? Some Chinese food. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Flu season this year is four times worse than any flu season we've ever had before. It is Whoa. it is an absolute public health disgrace. Uh, everyone's getting sick. Uh, people are getting really sick. It's getting quite dangerous and everything like that. Mm, people are dying. And and that's why there's been a spate of articles in the media in the last few days saying, you know, from doctors urging people to stay at home if you're sick because you risk passing the flu on or even just the common cold. And, you know, spreading this horrible disease that's a real problem. Mm. So we at Radio Chaser are very, we're very publicly minded. We're very, yeah. we're actually really good people. We care. We care. Mm. Yeah. So we want to raise awareness about this important public health issue of, you know, the need to take a sickie. Mm. To take a sickie. You've got to take a sickie, don't you? Yes. And, and we thought the best way to sort of raise awareness that it's important to take a sickie is to hold a national sickie day. Yes. It's so, about time, Charles Firth. So next, next Friday, even if you're not sick, we want you to take the day off, chuck a sickie, for this important cause. Oh, Charles, I really admire this initiative of mm. yours because a lot of people are saying just if you if you're sick, stay at home. Mm. But a lot of a lot of workaholics have forgotten how to stay at home, have forgotten yeah. what it's like to take a day off. So you know, you got to ask yourself a question when you when you're faced with going to work next Friday. You know, 
are you going to take a sickie or do you just not care? Do you hate your fellow workers? Because that's what you will be doing if you turn up to work next Friday. Mm. Hello? Oh, yeah, hi, boss. I'm worried I might have something. It's probably nothing, but it could be something. Well, you should stay at home, just in case. Just in case. It's the loophole that's got everyone talking. Study after study has shown that having a sickie when you're sick is good for society. But what if you don't know whether you're sick or not? Darling, you don't want anyone else to catch it. But, Mum, I'm not sick. Well, stay home, just in case. Just in case. Next Friday, 28th of June, it's National Sickie Day. We're calling on all able-bodied Australians to do your duty and stay at home, just in case you're sick. Hello, I'm a real medical doctor. You may feel on top of the world, but you could have Ebola. We just don't know, so don't risk it. Next Friday, don't turn up to work, even if you feel fantastic. Pledge your support at nationalsickyday.com. National Sicky Day, officially endorsed by Dead Bob Hawke. I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up today is a bum. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. You know how uh, when you're on holidays, you want to you know lose track of time, basically. Yeah. You mm. just want to go and holiday and relax and everything like that. Well, a, a, an island in Norwegian... It's actually. Let's call it Norway. In, in, in Norway. In the country Norway. of Norwegian? Yeah, whatever. Where they I've speak lost Norway? Of too. Uh, you and your know how to speak the English language, Craig. Yeah, Jeez. I know. It's not, not one of my strong points. Anyway, um, they've signed a petition uh, which is actually going to the Norwegian parliament to formally get rid of time. And it's because they're a sort of relaxing holiday resort style sort of island. Mm. Mm. And they say. On the island, people don't take, you know, much... There's no know, clocks. Th- there's stuff. no clocks and everything mm. like that. You know, people mow the lawn at 2am, people play soccer all night, whatever. That sounds like a stupid idea. Oh, is that because <laughs> the sun sort of never sets The sun there? never sets. Oh. So you it's sort of think... Anyway, the idea is that, you know, people will have a more relaxing time if no one has any concept of time on the island. And, and I think it sounds like a really relaxing idea. Hello and welcome to our Norwegian island, where we do not believe in the concept of time. Nice to be here. Uh, what time is checkout? I beg your pardon? 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. When do we have to check out? I'm sorry, I find those times of day highly offensive. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> now, uh, this is your room. Breakfast is included. Oh, yeah. What time is it, sir? Oh, come on. Now, really? Are, are you doing this, are you? Are you doing... Lars! Lars! I think we might have another one. What? I just want to know when I can get breakfast. Look, I know you're mocking us. You you think we are stupid for eliminating time. No, not at all. Really? It's just that we get a lot of people who come here to mock us. No, no, I'm just here to relax. But uh, I'll tell you what, this isn't as good as the reviews I read in Time Out. Right, that is it, Lars. Yes, boss? Escort this time bigot man from the island. Come with me, sir. But, but I just... Thank you, Lars. Oh, sir, what time do you want me back? Ow! Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Birth with the rubbish facts. Hi, Firth here. You may have heard that cow-hugging planet leakers in South Australia want to bring in transparent wheelie bins so neighbours can poke fun at how much rubbish you chuck out. But when I tried using a transparent bin myself, my neighbours were less than impressed. Oh, my God. Honey, look at how many quarter-pounders our neighbour eats. 
I'm more concerned about the number of porno mags he goes through. Oi! Stop looking at my see-through bin! Ah, must remember to edit this scene out of my report. See, the problem with see-through bins isn't the amount of rubbish. It's what people put in their bins. Especially in South Australia. Ugh, the neighbours thrown out another corpse. There are smarter ways to rubbish shame. If I was the Mayor of Adelaide, and let me announce my candidacy now... Vote 1, Firth, for tax cuts on porno mags. When I'm Mayor, everyone will have to go to work wearing a dress made out of their week's trash. Oh, yeah. Sorry, everyone. I created too much rubbish, so my rubbish dress is really huge today. But I dump my rubbish in my neighbour's bins, so I'm wearing nothing but a few banana skins. Why didn't you put one of the banana skins over that? But for the ultimate deterrent, anyone who throws out too much crap will be forced to watch Craig Rucastle's War on Waste on an endless loop. Every year the waste we generate oh, is I'll growing I'll never make rubbish again! Oh, I can't handle the wokeness! Every year the waste we generate... Rubbish problem solved. And that's Firth with the Rubbish Facts. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Hey, Dommy. Charles, Chaz, look, if you've got Andrew. health issues and you're on the Northern Beaches, you're in luck because things are really looking up at Northern Beaches Hospital. Now, really? Now, you know, this <laughs> is this happened? new hospital, right? Hmm. It's in French's Forest. And it had a few teething problems, you mm. remember? Like uh, there were the IT system kind of crashed and the, mm. the, the head nurse quit and then the doctors voted out the medical director because they, they didn't, didn't think she was good enough. Yeah, teething issues, as you say. Yeah. And, and also, didn't they also not have any doctors on the first few days? <gasps> That's right. No they doctors. Got, yeah. <laughs> there was that thing yeah. of no doctors. Minor also, issues. Like, people couldn't get into the hospital because the entrance is really confusing. <laughs> Trivialities. That's in the Northern Beaches, which is mm. a definite black mark against it. Mm. Yeah. But, Dommy, I look. That aside, things are now going really, really well at Northern Beaches Hospital. The the only thing that they've done wrong mm. in the last uh, few days is that the surgeon accidentally removed the wrong side of a guy's bowel. <laughs> oh, this, this is good news. That means no one's going to want to go there anymore. So there'll be lots of non-doctors to serve you if you're sick. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Plenty of parking. So is this one of these things where they got their left and their right confused? Because it happens all the time, like left, right, Oh, your left, so my confusing. left. Yeah. Mm. North, did, south. Yeah, yeah. Look, it is confusing that whole left-right business. We have actually—I mean, the, the, in, in the hospital, fairness, they're very open about it. They've actually released a, a recording of the operation, and I think it exonerates them. Take a listen. Okay, I'm at the bowel. Uh, which side do I take out? The left or right? Hold on, I'll check. It's either the left or right. 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 So if you take out the left, the right will be left. Right. No, left. Take out the left, right? Right. Take out the right. No, make sure the right is left. So you want the right left and the left right out? Right. Or is it left? Right. I've got it right. It's not right. Well, which one is it? It's the left, right? I was just saying it was right, right? Because it's not right, it's left. Take the left right out. Right. Left. You sure that's right? No. No? Yeah, no. It's left, not right. That's right. So it's left? Yes, right. To take out the left. Okay, okay, okay. I'm taking out the left side of his bow. Right? Right. Right. Right! I've taken out the left. Oh, no, hang on. The x-ray was upside down. We should have been operating on his brain. Ah! Left or right? Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Yeah, so extraordinary uh, image floating around the internet 
of, uh, did you see this? Uh, an Australia Post employee was trying to deliver a parcel to somebody and the parcel ended up on the roof. <laughs> is that, is that the where hell? their letterbox is? Or? Well, no, it's not. Right, so you just chucked the parcel. Well, yeah, I, so apparently what happens she... now is they're so pushed for time, these posties, that they just apparently throw the parcels from the street <laughs> and hope that it gets somewhere near the thing. It's like a paper boy, but it's um, uh, your you valuable. You want to be receiving an Aerobi frisbee in a parcel. <laughs> yeah, end up three suburbs away. Well, it just goes to show, don't send bombs in the post. I've said it before. Although... <laughs> no. Yeah, grenades. <laughs> but uh, No, but the post even left a note. To the poor customers going, accidentally threw your parcel on top of the roof. My what? apologies. Use maybe broom to get it down. So <laughs> hang on, I would get it if there was a dog or yeah. something in the post. He was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, chuck it. But how do you accidentally throw something on a roof? Well, the problem for this uh, poor customer was that um, she actually ordered a broom by post, and that got stuck <laughs> on the roof as well. Oh, no. Anyway, I I personally love watching the posties uh, deliver their post nowadays. Oh, isn't it thrilling? It is thrilling, and they've even turned it into a major sporting event. The 2019 Australia Post Shot Put, brought to you by Australia Post. The atmosphere is electric here at the Australia Post Shot Put, where three posties are teeing off to see who can chuck a customer's parcel the furthest. Yes, the posties are limbering up on the footpath, stretching those parcel-chucking muscles. And Posty Kev is up first. Kev's got a soft express post package, possibly the T-shirts from the iconic inside. He stands... Aims and up the package goes. It's a textbook chuck and blocked down it comes on the customer's front porch. It did damage some garden pansies on the way in, so that's three bonus points to Posty Kev. Now our second athlete, Posty Deborah, moves into position. Ooh, she's a good choice. I could see a Kogan label on that package, and that means electronic goods, nice and fragile. Let's see if it survives intact. She lobs the parcel, and oh, it's a highway! What incredible scenes here as the parcel arcs completely over the customer's roof and lands in their backyard swimming pool. That's a record-breaking parcel chuck from Posty Deborah. And bad news for the customer's Kogan headphones. Well, it could be all over for our third player. It's Posty Phil with one of those small folding CD boxes no one uses anymore. He squares up. But, oh, what's this? Oh, it's a very unorthodox move. Yes, Posty Phil is not chucking the package. In fact, he's walking to the ladder box and gently inserting the parcel. Well, this breaks every rule of Australia Post delivery. The ref's not happy. This is the Australia Post version of the underarm bowl. He sends Posty Phil off with a red card. And fittingly, it's one of those red cards a Posty leaves when they pretend you're not home for a parcel. Radio Chaser. There's this wonderful list of hotel secrets, dirty hotel secrets that's come out on the internet. Have you seen this, Tommy and Charles? I hope not, because I want to take you through it. I want to take you through it. This is like uh, BuzzFeed has has asked, uh, you know, people who work in hotels to share some of the uh, the naughty stuff that hotels do that nobody knows about. And um, I just, I just want you to, I just want you to know about these things. I'm sharing it further as a community service. Um, Look, here's one. What do you reckon happens if somebody dies in a hotel room at this person's hotel that they work at? Ooh, so you wouldn't want uh, other guests to see 
a body bag You're being right. taken yeah, out. You're no, right, that, that is, yeah. The, the, the process is we get rid of, quote, we get rid of the body and then get the room booked again ASAP. Oh, well, I'm thinking laundry wow. basket. Just jump in the laundry basket, yes. lean over the top. Very <laughs> respectful. And then we get at Bernie's, just put it on top of your car. <laughs> Cart it to the local funeral funeral home. Yeah, whatever. well, you can't take it down in the lift, really, no, can you? No. Service lift. Yeah. Just chuck well, it out the window. The d- <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? This I didn't know. Because if you think about what's the dirtiest part of your hotel room, it's actually some really small things. Um, so small you can hold it in your hand. Oh, it's well, not the TV remote. It is. Yes, oh, I've yeah, always thought that's dirty. Yes. This person says it never gets cleaned ever, the TV remote. Yes. And, oh, you can just imagine what, oh, yes. Oh, horrible. Mm. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're another small thing that they reckon that no one thinks about, <laughs> of course, is the, and people handle this a lot, is the key. The oh, room yeah. Um, this, this hotel worker said, uh, I've had keys returned covered in snot, mud, Unknown bodily fluids. I don't know what the unknown ones are. But well, I think you know what it is if Donald Trump's been at your hotel. What condition <laughs> would you have that would require you putting snot on keys? Like, well, how does key, that work? I guess if you don't have a tissue. And <laughs> and you want to go for a bit I, of just, an excavation. Just imagining, like, if you use the room keys for one of those cards, if you use it to, I don't know, divide a certain substance that goes up your nose. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, or, if you, or maybe if you're like sort of n- nude and you just want to walk around the hotel room and, you, and your hands are full and you've got a swipe card, you need to store it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's another one. Now, this is a good tip, actually. If, you, um, if you're unbelievably rude, this is a true thing. Hotels keep a uh, beware of this guest list. Oh. And not only that, they actually share it. Um, like this person says, every hospitality establishment within thirty miles will know if you behave like a like a jerk at the desk. All oh, right, yeah. So, so, does, so don't take any corpses. How does there. Dom ever get into a hotel yeah, anywhere? This explains why yeah. Dom is always asking for my sofa. Because, uh, <laughs> no one will let you stay in the hotel. Andrew, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lick your TV remote, mate. <laughs> Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. You're listening to Radio Chernobyl. We didn't start the fire. And that was also the name of the last song. Radioactive. Quick update on the weather. Heavy fallout raining down around town today, so make sure you pack your lead raincoat. Radio Chernobyl. Now let's go to traffic with Boris Shevchenko in the Triple M Mission Chopper. Yeah, a lot of abandoned cars out on highway coming into Chernobyl as usual, but if we just I'll fly over the reactor core here and ah oh, yes, blades of this helicopter are melting and we are about to collapse into deathly inferno. Right? Ah! Radioactive! Thanks, Boris. Okay, our phone topic for today is do you have any limbs left? If you do, give us a call on one triple three five three, and the best caller wins an iodine tablet. Just take one today and stave off your body's fatal radiation poisoning for just a little longer. And it's all thanks to the good people at Iodine. Iodine! And our switchboard is in meltdown, just like rest of town. Let's go to first caller. Yes, Vlad, which limb have you still got? Boys, not my own limb, but I asked my neighbor if he could lay in me a hand. So now I've got his. Oh, great story, Vlad. Keep the calls coming. Now we play song, A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall, which is also Chernobyl weather forecast. Oh, where have you been? I'm blind. 
Chaser. Platinum edition. That's all the platinum we have time for this week. Don't forget you can get Radio Chaser from the podcast app of your choice. We'll catch you next time right here on Radio Chaser. Missed any of Radio Chaser Platinum Edition today? Get a hold of the podcast from wherever you get hold of your podcasts.